0: Up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go, diesel.
1: Um. All right. It's been a busy week at camp between the name nonsense cutting down to 85. A preseason game is on deck in a couple of days. Uh we have some news and notes to get to, but let's start with uh first things first. Made five cuts this past week. A couple of guys that um honestly probably were just can't camp campfire, The two biggest names on the list obviously are wide receiver Kelvin Harmon and running back Lamar Miller. Uh I shamefully said in one of my hot takes a few weeks ago that I thought Lamar Miller was making the <laughs> team. <laughs> this man looked washed. You know what? As soon as I said on the pod that his last Good season was in like 2014. I should have bailed immediately, but me being the man that I am, I stuck with my guns, and now I'm. Why here you say the he course. looked
2: washed up? Why don't you do that? Because he scored. Why well, you like... got a
1: spot taking, dog?
2: Yeah. Oh, man, that's that's <laughs> <took> <laughs> <some> spot. <laughs> One <laughs> of them young niggas took your spot.
0: An the sure
2: sheriff in town. That's what's best that's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs>
0: probably, he probably knew it for real. You see him when they got to camp and was like, "Yep, go ahead." He's, he's like, like, "Baby, I'm coming spots. home." Yeah, I'm coming home. <laughs> i gonna be here that long. <laughs> go get this real, this real estate license real quick. you going back Tell to Jim
2: him down at the shop. I'll be there.
0: I'll be there, dog. Go get me. Go ahead and schedule this haircut real quick, right? <laughs> like, don't you got camp camp? <laughs> uh, you ain't see this young nigga on Friday, on Thursday night. Oh.
1: I'm gonna be there Tuesday, bro. <laughs> <laughs> One of the craziest things I said to myself, I said it's in real time, man. As I'm mm-hmm. watching the game, I think it might have been that first third and one where Lamar, not Lamar Miller, where um, Peyton Barber got stuffed. I was just <laughs> like, man, take off Chris Thompson's number, man. You don't deserve to wear that shit. I know Juice is wearing 25. You can wear 25. Just don't play like Kevin Barnes. But you, Peyton Barber, take that shit off, man. You don't get to deserve to wear the fucking 2-5 on your back. And would we you need... add Peyton Barber to the bum list? Is that what you're basically saying right now? Hey, we need to bring back the bum list. That's a good, a good pull to see us. Yeah, but the team—the team's
0: getting better, man. Yeah, good point. Good
1: point. time
0: where it was there was
1: there were so many bums we had to rank (laughs) them. Oh yeah, whole time the bum list on week three, week four, you do like a whole goddamn thesis. I know it was like twenty names deep. Now number ten, the fifty-three is so solid. We might have like one bum on there, two bums on there.
0: And then that'd be bullying. That'd be cyber bullying. Right, right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You <laughs> might be Look, a good locker room guy for all of you. We, we can keep that to the private chat We can keep that to <laughs> ourselves But anyway, let's uh, get back to Lamar Miller I think that It might have been a toss-up at some point Between him and Peyton Barber I don't think Peyton Barber did anything Outside of his ordinary that would have protected his spot He did his, his usual 3.3 yards per carry Stole a touchdown <laughs> from Antonio Gibson you know, What you did doing, thing. man? 3.3, though? That's listen the man
0: every that's the there's always there's always a player who the fans think gotta go <laughs> but the coach is just not
1: on the same <laughs> page as <you. laughs>
0: now it's Peyton so, barber
1: clearly no 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 mm-hmm. peyton barber used to got be ryan Grant saved. peyton barber got saved this week by one your boy hopkins and to mark hemingway getting pushed around like a ragdoll if and not it would have been it would have <laughs> been Peyton been ass. concussion protocol Sure I'm is. not
2: for an efficient concussion protocol. Don't, don't, don't take it there. I'm just saying
1: he had a bad week. Not doing my brother is seeing things, so yeah, yes, this man sees ghosts like Darnold, though. But either way, <laughs> I I think him getting the X, he might have been a viable option. But I think um, Jared Patterson kind of made it like, ah, man, you know what? You a vet? We're not gonna waste your time. It's not looking good for you, Peyton. I mean, it's not looking good for you, Lamar. We might just right. go ahead and see what this young boy can do. Uh, if anything, we'll end up just putting him on practice squad and we're going to rock with Peyton Barber as our third back. But you you don't have a future here, so we won't let you rock. I'm going to let you I'll go. I'm going to tell you right now, you
0: ain't getting that guy on practice squad.
1: Yeah, that's no dead. Sir. It's no, sir. It's
0: not happening. No. So. No, nah. I think it was also like, why don't we just give this guy the touches? Why mm. are we even having Lamar here? We're not going to give you the ball
2: anymore. Yeah. You know? But also, that's like Coach Rivera. Look, I mean, Lamar Miller's a vet. I mean, yeah. you know he's not going to be on your 53. I'm going to give you an opportunity to go out here and get another job. Same exactly, with I'm going to hold on to exactly. you to the final cut if I know you right. You don't got a shot at making a roster. Because that's fucked up. Like,
1: shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that's the same situation with Kelvin Harmon. Uh, mm-hmm. The wide receiver spot has gotten so talented over the past 18 months that somebody that was a starter, and we were really excited for last summer, before it tore his ACL and MCL. I mean, he was the first person out, you know, we don't give you a chance to latch on somewhere else, but let's keep it a buck. Kevin Harmon. I love you, man. I, I had dreams of him being here for a while. He was, was one of my favorites coming out of college. Yep. We got too we got too many, too many dogs wide receiver. Now, even somebody like Dax Milne, who was the second to last pick in the draft is kind of looking like a better prospect at this point than you. It's just unfortunate. Who knows what would happen if he didn't tear up his knee, but you know, I mean, he'll find a job. He'll catch us somewhere else.
0: I'm glad you brought also, that part about Go ahead, Clint. But they also didn't draft him. Yeah. Yep. Right? Because AGG, y'all, man,
1: is still here. So he is having a decent week of practice. He had a decent, um, you, know, you know, I take that back. He didn't really have show up on um, last Thursday night. He had that drop, which I, after watching it back, I can't believe this man fumbled like that or dropped the ball <laughs> like that had a chance to actually make a play and just kind of like, um, oh, AGG, you out here doing wild shit again. But I've heard he's had a good practice. The fact that they gave him, uh, he's giving him reps. I believe he's getting first team reps this week. And they let Kevin Harmon go. And I would say at this point, Kevin Harmon probably has a, a better uh, game than AGG. Like AGG hasn't shown that his game is going to really, Reach the level of an NFL player at this point, it just basically of what I saw, the fact that they kept him around actually says, yeah, we're going to give our guy a chance. I know that you uh, did some things under a previous regime, but everybody got to go. You got the Bruce that stink of Bruce on you. You out of here. Hey man, AGG. Yeah. He might've had a good practice and that's, I ain't taking
2: nothing away from you pointing that out, but that brother better show something in these next couple preseason games. Cause Yes, they drafted him, but he's either on the verge of getting chopped and going to end up on the practice squad if he doesn't step up and make a play because that's a talented room at a wide receiver position. And they also mentioned he was struggling to get off the line of scrimmage, and as you can't be a big wide out struggling to get off the line of scrimmage in practice as well. So I'm hoping for his sake he stands out in this preseason game, but we, get, it's, it's a crowded room, man. So he, draft pick or not, he could end up on the practice squad, if we're being honest. You already know how I feel
0: about AGG. I can't even say like what his game is because I've never seen a guy play. Yeah. I've really never seen him play. So I have no yeah. idea.
1: Yeah. I mean, and you he but also what, what's
0: he, what does he do? Well, don't know.
2: Exactly. <laughs> and to that point, you got you got a draft pick like Dax Meldy coming in. Well, he could already help you in returns. He looks like he could help you in the slot or he could even help you outside. Like he's done more in the preseason game than we saw in the game he go in a full se- season. So like I mean he gotta do something to stand out or
1: he could be in trouble. Well, the wide receiver position is still looking pretty strong. I think that at this point we are – four guys are locks, absolute locks. No questions asked. 17, 10, 89, and I'd say – what number is Humphreys where? we got 13. 19.
0: 19.
1: 19, 19 and two. Wait. I'd say Cam is, is a soft lock. Uh, he's on very solid ground. I, I would – have a hard time. That, that man is, is, is a lock. lock. You said Cam Sims? Yeah, Paul, you know he's a yeah. lock, dog. Okay, okay, but there are two different levels of locks. The Those four are locks. Locks. Cam is a, is a soft lock. I, it, said he had the door. He just not in. He, yeah, he, he <laughs> had the door. He, he got the – he already peed for the club. He just hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> that
0: nigga is a lock.
1: Okay. okay. had the right. table already, Cliff. Right? <laughs>
2: the, the
0: dude made nothing but, like, literally we started yeah. putting him on the field for real, like midway through the season, mm-hmm. he did nothing but make plays.
2: I still for a that game. playoff drive, for a game. Pittsburgh game. Pittsburgh
0: game, dog. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: he made
1: plays. He's one of yeah. the few players on the field making a play outside of 17. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right about that. Okay, he's a lot. Oh, he's a, a lot. So, I mean, I would be absolutely forward if he didn't make the team. He is a lot. Okay, those five. Then at this point, I mean, I think that Stephen Simpson's back in the conversation I think Dax Milne is squarely in the conversation as well he's done enough over the past few practices and in the preseason game he's only wide receiver in the second half that flashed anything is now back in conversation I think that DeAndre Carter has kind of not fallen by the wayside but I think that him and Steve Sims kind of are on even footing right now and I think that we take into the fact that he did get first crack at punt returns this week or last good returns too Yeah. yeah he got two good returns he didn't Dance. He didn't fumble or, or muffle punt. I mean, by that alone, you were already better than what we had here last year. Facts. Uh, but but in this practice, I think that I heard that Steve Sims had beginning the line share of punt returns, which kind of makes me believe he's back in the conversation for really making that team as the second slot receiver or the return man. If you want to just make him the return man, um, and AGG, if you are thinking about keeping a bigger receiver, it's now him versus whom nobody else is really a big receiver on this team if you cam want Tims to be a big receiver is big, that is cam sims your big wide out well yeah he is the big wideout, but he's the biggest wide out on the team like he'd be the big wide receiver on the team
2: what you need a big wide out for i was about to say at this well race, we ain't gonna you keep you because you're big you, you don't get, don't get off the that. line of script
1: you're not doing nothing for the quarterback so
2: what, got Logan that, thomas.
1: what i'm saying is yeah look of course Logan thomas but that's your red zone threat right there yeah Scott Turner and Ron Rivera have kind of had a uh, a reputation for liking big receivers. Remember in Carolina when they had uh, Kelvin Benjamin and Ted Ginn and Devin Funches? Wait, wait, wait. That's what they like. <laughs> One,
0: Ted Ginn is a tiny ass dude. He's kind two, of tall. Like. Two, do you think that was Ron Rivera or was that your man, Dave? Your man Dave. Now it's my
2: Gettle. gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Your <a> man
0: Dave. <laughs> Based
2: on his transactions with the Giants, I'm gonna lean towards Dave. Clint.
0: <laughs> that might. That sound like Gettleman moves to me. Or, or could, like my thing with stuff like that is we don't know whose decision that was, right? Because Scott Turner hasn't really. When has he really had anything? So, yeah. You know what I mean? We don't really know. We know this. They like De'Ami Brown. Uh Uh-huh. A lot. Right? So, and they like her the same a lot. So,
1: I don't know. All right. I I hear you. I think that Ron Rivera has shown that he's not really against getting rid of anybody. I mean, the man just got rid of the team's all-time leading sacker and a seven-time or a seven-year starter at right tackle. So, I mean, he's not really... Uh, paying attention to these draft picks. So I'm going to keep the best players available. But I'm saying if there were a scenario where, you know what, I am i don't know about AGG, but we do need another bigger receiver on the team, then that might give him the leg up over somebody like DeAndre Carr if you're keeping somebody like Steven Sims who can return kicks. Yeah. As a true. sixth receiver.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, definitely true. But also I was going to say it also boils down to, are they keeping six or are they keeping seven? I mean, probably six, probably six, but you never know. You just never know. I mean, also with the if you if we keep it all four in, in the backfield with Patterson and Peyton Barber, chances are it probably yeah it probably will be six wideouts. that I think about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Another thing you could do is uh, put uh, what's it Kyle Allen on pup? I know he's back to practice right now, but they might shut him down for the first couple of weeks on that boomerang um IR because his well, ankle isn't looking What
0: you need I'll Saddam- tell you, you mean, something, you man. Let me
1: tell you
0: uh, something. Listen, yo, Go Go Mataz ain't look like the worst guy on the face of the earth. We like we heard he was bad in practice. He wasn't completely terrible in that game. Kyle saw that shit and was like, "I need to get my ass on this damn field." He's like
2: Kyle, how do you feel today? He said, "Awesome." <laughs>
0: like,
2: <laughs> like Kyle, that
0: stupid,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just don't trust that ankle the way I would have if he hadn't tweaked it and missed like a couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, he did break it like around Halloween, and it appears to be a pretty bad break if a tweak kept him out for an extended period of camp. That's all I'm saying. That, I mean, you know, they get creative. I mean, it's only a matter of time before they find a mystery injury with Samus Reyes and they put him on the, uh, Uh, the year-ending joint, and he's back He's already in
2: concussion protocol, so
1: yeah. Right, right. It's a way to get creative with the roster, man. If you want to keep a fourth running back or seventh Mm -hmm. receiver, and we'll figure this out in six weeks, when somebody eventually gets hurt and has to go on IR or something like that, okay, now we can bring up our guy. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Another thing I practiced this week that I've been reading a lot, Eric Flowers has been getting a lot of first-team reps over uh, the incumbent Schweitzer. Uh, this is something that I thought might happen eventually. Obviously, Eric Flowers, one great year or better than average year, I should say, came two years ago here when he was making that transition from tackle. Uh, this is the first week where he's gotten, like, consistent first-team reps with the offense. Uh, nothing really I really can say except if you're playing well enough to challenge the incumbent, and I think that Schweitzer played pretty well last year, then he must have upped his game a little bit. Last year, he was kind of a disappointment in Miami. Uh, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, what is he what I thought he was, or is he more like the the guard that we saw here two years ago? If he's back to playing like that, then hell yeah. Go ahead and take that spot.
2: I'm with you on that. Um, I'm a fan of Flowers, and obviously, if he plays well enough to be the starter, then I'm, I'm hoping Riverwood makes that decision. But also, we got to take all these, you know, this, they, they doing a lot of mixing and matching we got to take a lot of this with a little grain of salt because they said even Dax Milne was out there running with the ones this week like on defense they said Bobby McCain was at free safety and he's paired up with Landon and Curl was out so it's like maybe they could just be doing some mixing and matching right now trying to see you know what combinations works best with the team but as far as Flowers potentially starting I mean I, nothing against Weiser but like you said I, I could see a situation where Flowers you know steps up and Two years ago, he was he was a damn damn good guard for us. So you know, if he takes control of the position, I wouldn't be surprised. But the mix and the matching, we got to take that. I wouldn't read too much into it. Is what I'm trying to say. Absolutely,
0: yeah, I, I hear you on agree that. With
2: that. Definitely agree with that. Plus, look,
0: I think it's I think the one thing that is definitely clear is that they're mixing up the they were mixing up the lineup a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, it's flowers. It's Schweitzer. Is there really much between the
1: two? <laughs> you know, I mean, no. The so I left play with guard, some hard, left, left. I'm like, I'm the, with He surprised me last year. I can't. The, front. The, the, I'll say this: the left guard position has been a pleasant surprise two years in a row because exactly. it's two years ago. we started somebody that I didn't think could do it, and they showed me that they could. Yeah. Outside of when they had West Martin in there, agreed. Oh boy! Whew. Don't I've forget, don't forget about West Martin. He was camp.
2: there.
1: <laughs> I didn't had not heard that name once all camp i called this man west jack and everything god damn <laughs> i wasted a great <laughs> nickname on you oh <laughs> anyway anyway uh i know we, we have to circle back to this cliff i know for a fact you don't want to hear this but i'm hearing the antonio gibson christian mccaffrey camp again i know y'all i know y'all seen that this week <laughs> Kyle Allen said it right he sure did Sure did. You know what's I, crazy? I, 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 I will not
0: this. be listening to Kyle. Allen. <laughs> I respect that, Kyle. That's a great compliment. Absolutely. Pump up your teammate. Yeah. That's, it'd be great. That would be fucking great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <it's true>. <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. Uh, you know, it's crazy. I was listening tonight to um, Matthew Berry. Noted Washington football team Homer and fantasy football guru on the uh, like the uh, ESPN like marathon of like fantasy football um, guides and stuff like that. Not that long ago, like maybe like an hour or two ago, and he was talking about Antonio Gibson. And right now, I think he's like slotted like running back twelve, running back eleven, which mm. obviously isn't close to like Christian McCaffrey. But the only difference between where he is and where he could be, which is like top five, is like an extra, like, two or three targets a game. Because if he, if you extrapolate what he did last year, and obviously I'm not expecting to score 11 touchdowns again. That's absurd. But if they plan on using him more on third downs or, like, more in the passing game, like we've heard they plan on doing, he's going to get two or three more targets a game at least. Uh, You know, that's an extra, you know, couple explosive plays maybe that he could add to an offense per game, especially with other pieces around him. Who's to say this man couldn't have a season? I'm not saying McCaffrey-like, but mccaffrey light, like something where he's just, just <laughs> yeah, like being monster <laughs> yards and, and, and <laughs> stealing touchdowns. I just made that up off the top of my head. That was not bad. Um, <laughs> y'all feel what I'm saying, or am, am I talking on my ass again?
2: I definitely feel what you're saying, because I already – Antonio is my breakout player of the year, man. So I'm not saying he's going to be Christian McCaffrey, but – I'm expecting big things from this guy. Like, he's obviously having another a year in his belt at the position because we know he went from wide receiver to running back. So he's clearly getting more comfortable reading the holes, reading the gaps. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to be more involved in the passing game this year. Like, he's going to get several opportunities because obviously he's RB one. And like I said, you have the option of splitting him out wide, and it's just so much that they could do with him. So that's I, that's kind of why I feel like Kyle gave him that compliment. It wasn't to say he's going to be Christian McCaffrey, it's just to say we're going to put him in a position to make plays like they did with McCaffrey. So I'm expecting big things from Gibson.
0: Oh yeah. I know. I, yeah. I know Gibson, my guy. So all day. <clears throat> Gibson's a bone, man I don't know about McCaffrey. That's like, you know, but not. it depends, man. I think something like Gibson, it really, I, I can see early in the season Maybe him having some breakout games, right? Because I think the way the way teams are going to try to defend the team, our team is, they're going to be really worried about the speed, very worried about the speed. We haven't seen the team of Samuel out there, right, going in motion and what that brings to the table. So there's going to be some, there's going to be some big games for him potentially, man, especially versus the shitty defenses.
1: Definitely. I wholeheartedly agree with you on that, Cliff. Paul, Paul, um, I'm
0: not getting the fantasy conversation. We're the three of us in the same league.
1: Yeah, I ain't even uh, going to address <laughs> We see ain't Paul, doing that. i out
0: here giving it. we secrets out here. We're not <laughs> about around round three. <laughs> <laughs>
2: going
0: around three on Paul board.
2: I see.
1: I, I might have to go around early. I see. <laughs> hey man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to put together a strategy here. I'm not even. You know what? Let me stop. Let me (laughs) chill. But to echo what you guys said, he has the upside. I will say that Uh, nobody would ever confuse DeMarco Murray for some Ezekiel Elliott talent wise. While I think Murray was a good back, you know, that one year where he went off, I think it was 2014. He had like 1,800 yards. So you don't have to be a McCaffrey like talent when you're playing in a offense with great circumstances around you he has the talent to put up monster yards it's, I think it's the question is is he going to get the touches to to have that kind of monster season I tend to say yes I thought they couldn't use him more last year but obviously he probably mm-hmm. wasn't ready for the workload that that is required of somebody to be a 20 carry a game back but I think that if, as his game evolves and he becomes a more well-rounded player and let's keep it, keep it a buck. There were some games last year where he was missing some things. There were some games where he took a 5, 10-yard gain and he could have took it to the house because he's going to the crib. If he just makes the average year one to two, year two leap in this game with his natural ability and added touches, he could have a monster 1,500, 1,600-yard type of season. No doubt, man. But plus, also keep in mind, another thing that's going to help a player like Gibson,
2: including that whole class, is, they actually had an offseason this year. Like they got a, they had a chance to get a better understanding of the offense. And he even mentioned in one of his interviews, like he now understands like certain holes, certain reads. Like he fully grasped the terminology. So I mean he's in he's in a different spot than he was last year. So I I got full confidence in thinking Gibson's gonna <laughs> he's gonna thrive this year in this offense, man.
1: All right. Uh Cliff, you have anything to add on that or you want to move on to the next thing?
0: I no, we can keep moving.
1: All right, cool. All right. Uh, I I really hate to do it. I I told myself I wouldn't do this. And I even made a point on Twitter to say I don't care about the name. But fuck it. We got content to put out there and we have space to fill in this podcast. So we're going to talk about these names. This whole making the brand thing, while it's corny, I find it kind of corny. I think it's nice that they're having the fan base kind of energized in the process and kind of uh, reading the pulse of the fan base and, and of the area. I heard Rivera say today on, I think it was on um, PFT that he really wants to um, have this touch all corners of the DMV, the name that they choose. I saw a list today. I don't know how, how real this is. I think CBS put it out. It was eight finalists, or there's three finalists. And there's eight possible names on this list. I guess three of these are the three that are down to it's the Armada, Brigade, Commanders, Defenders, Presidents, Red Hogs, Red Wolves, and keeping Washington football team. Uh, To, to me, all of these are a, a five out of 10. Some of these are like a three or a two out of 10. I don't know what the fucking Armada is, but I I, I can't pitch myself chanting hail to the Armada. What um, the hell is the brigade? What, what, is, what is that? I mean, all of these are like military, like and like government-centric names outside of Red Wolves and Red Hawks.
2: Please get yeah. hey man no offense to anybody out there but I just don't want my team's name to have any affiliation with the military man I don't mean any offense but this is my sports team and I'm just not looking for us to be the Washington Veterans or the Washington <laughs> Sentinels Presidents I don't need anything connected to no salute a <laughs> <You know, we're laughs> with this so yeah I mean obviously the poll like you said I'm not the biggest fan of a lot of these names but uh, just please don't don't have it be Something connected to military. Sorry, I'm just I'm just all out on that. Yeah, what the hell is taking so long? Is that I'm what gonna they're doing? They're it. doing like a yeah. show. Are you doing a yeah. show or something? Well, oh. according to Jason, Jason Rice said he, he says the best way is to show the fans the whole plan and give them the full operation of what we're going through and how we came to the decision. So I guess on the next episode, we'll hear the three names that they're discussing. I don't know. That's, it's, that is actually very interesting.
0: It is it's an interesting way of doing it. Um, but here's the truth, though, Jason. I don't give a fuck what you name this thing. <laughs> Just don't name it after anything, honoring anything other than animals. Thank you. Name it after an animal. Let's move <laughs> the fuck on. Why the fuck do we make such a big deal about this? The last name was racist. We had to retire it because it's racist. Don't treat this new process like it's some big reveal. Just call it something else. What the fuck? So annoying.
1: Manders is what it, they're saying. And here's the thing.
0: Regardless of what you announce, no one's gonna like it.
1: That's Cliff did the words out of my mouth. This is just setting up for doomsday come January, whatever it is, when they release a name and everybody hates it. And then we're out and out here catching the Cleveland Guardians uh treatment on Twitter and shit. Folks yes. out here clowning us, like, oh y'all took 18 months to be called. The, the, the Washington Presidents, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, but you know, look, look at the the Guardians. Everybody's already moved on. Yeah, they ain't even saying shit. It's over. Yeah. Listen, whatever the name is, it's not going to be as good as the previous name because the previous name had a a tie with the area. It resonated with a lot of people who've been lifelong fans of the same generational fans of this team, like all three of us are. Uh, hang on, hang on, not, one. Hang on, okay, okay.
0: One, just one, just one second, because you did, you said it won't be as good. The okay. Last name was not. Let me backtrack. I know you didn't mean to say that. I just want to. I know we should not. No, I'm looking out for you, man. I want to give you a <laughs> chance to go ahead and clarify there. Right. I know okay. That's not well, what
1: thank you. you. Thank you. Th- thank you. No thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Secretary of Public Relations Cliff, good job. I I appreciate you for for catching me on that one because I almost call me lacking out here. Won't be as good as the last
0: name.
1: Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! (laughs) This this man, producer Cliff, got into my head, my earpiece, and was like, "Oh, you want to go ahead uh, now?" Easy, easy. out out here here (laughs) on your Jack Morris. Somebody cut the mic. Let's run that back one time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Um, it won't be as meaningful to the fans of the area who didn't or may or may not found the name to be insulting as the new name, whatever it's going to be. Because lots of people had ties to the name. Whether the name is awful or not, it still meant something to these people. You know, it meant meant something to us. Well, you know what I say to them?
0: (laughs) I don't give a fuck what you think of the next name. That's (laughs) what I say to them. I don't care what they think. It's
1: not about them caring about the name. All I'm saying is (laughs) <laughs> name being whatever. whatever it we, is, then it could be. Listen, let's give us a, a stack It could be the best name ever. They can knock this out of the park, and they'll be contingent of. They're going to complain. You, no right. be, oh, that's what it. I'm saying. Right? Yeah. So fuck
0: them. I don't care what they think. Damn. they're the same ones that want fucking Heineken to start. I don't Ooh. give a fuck. <laughs> what
2: they <can you> think? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, don't want you to throw Heineke in there. That, <laughs> that, 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 that was that was that, <laughs> that wasn't a,
0: a stray for no reason. Right, what <laughs> I don't care what they think, man.
2: Hey, don't. motherfuckers, want Heineke to start
0: <laughs> But I don't care what they think, man. I genuinely don't. Oh. I didn't care what they thought about the last name either. Oh, shit. But why why do I not care what they think of the next name? You like the racist name. Got it. So we will not be taking any suggestions
2: from you. Yes, That's you can hang up and listen.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: So, <laughs> you know what's the most irritating thing I see on Twitter? Like here or here and there. Like it happens probably every day, but I don't really catch it every day. Is when somebody posts like uh, a picture of the old logo or pits or posts pictures of their memorabilia or old jerseys and they're like they're still the Redskins to me. I was like, oh you you one of those heritage I hate ass niggas, huh? It's it's <sighs> Like, <laughs> let it go,
2: man. I feel you. Like, we all were fans, I get it, but let it go. I know exactly what you're talking about, Paul. And then
1: they get into a full on argument with people on Twitter for like 12 hours. Like, right, so one of the best memes on Twitter of all time. Shout out to my man Trill Withers. He posts a, a white guy arguing with um, okay, the white guy's <laughs> wearing a full headdress. I mean, yeah, outside, outside he's of an brown Indian face game. on, or whatever you would call it, red face, right? No, I, th- I think his face is painted white with like the red eyeliner and the red lipstick like Chief Wahoo did mm. looking like Chief. Wahoo and he's arguing outside of an Indian's game with a real Native American and he's like it's not offensive my friend and I'll tell you why it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's one of the most clever <laughs> <separate> and <laughs> funniest I mean, things on Twitter dog right. and it's so true these are the you same folks that so come to the game talking about oh it's, her- it's heritage not hate I don't see why you're offended I don't find it offensive I'm like bruh <laughs> How much time you spent on the reservation? The fuck? Look at that shit. Oh. Oh. Man, let
0: get about, the shit out of the way, though. Is there like an estimate, estimated date? Early January. Or
2: early they said early January? January. Early watch. January. We're not going to hear until after uh, the season. Nah, mid January. Listen, mid January. I think. I'm going to say think, it's going to be Super Bowl week. Watch. You know, we should do this, Super
0: Bowl week. I think about this from a professional perspective and Jason writes background this is a great idea it Mm -hmm. is especially if you think the team is going to have a good season it's a great idea if the team has a bad season ain't nobody going to be wanting to hear about this shit man that's all I'm telling you (laughs) if the team is like two and six don't nobody want to hear about this shit. <laughs> yeah, this Absolutely. fan
1: base is crazy,
2: man.
1: <laughs> oh, just the fumble the bag. Y- y'all done had eighteen months. But what do you feel is fumble the bag though, Paul? What, do, what, what when you say that? What is that? Washington. Listen, y- listen. I, I mean, this is gonna sound a little bit crazy, but I'm more concerned with the with the logo and the jerseys and the uniforms than I am the name. Because a, a name I'm is a, a name. name There's there are some teams out there with great historic names that we all love. And they fucked up some uniforms in a way that I can't even. I'm like, y'all, every time I see y'all playing out here looking like Absolutely. Fubu. You look you you out here looking like NYC. I, I can't enjoy the uniforms, man. I can't enjoy the name by by proxy. It's just the worst. I well, e, we don't we
2: all we don't know if they're truly doing a full rebrand. Yes, they're changing the name, but they said they're keeping the colors. Do we know that they're changing the jerseys. You know, This if they want to keep it connected to the 1932 history of when the football team was established, you're not going to come out here with no jerseys that's looking like the Jets of 2013 or some shit. You know what I'm saying? With them crazy-ass colors and different font and all that type of shit. I don't I think love, we're going to end up doing that. but I
0: love how the franchise, right, <clears throat> here they are trying to say, hey, we're going to change our
2: name. Yeah, like, I know where you're going It's almost
0: like... <laughs> We're we'll changing their name sort of it's like if a school was named jefferson davis high then they changed their name to something else mm-hmm. but they still had a jefferson davis gymnasium mm-hmm. school. you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. like you're you, so you're gonna try to keep the colors right so you really want everybody to think about that name when they see your team right yeah. So then what the fuck is the point of this? I
2: ain't going to lie. I love colors. That's just me. I, but yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. No, if, you no, I'm the saying name, like, if you if, if you truly want to move on, you would completely you need, wipe right, out everything. Right.
0: Otherwise, if it's still burgundy and gold and it still looks like everything else, it's, it's like you almost put white out
2: over it. That's all you did. So basically, like they say, we not, they're not trying to get you to forget the history. They just, I mean, I, honestly, I don't know, man. I don't know if this is a full rebrand. They're saying if you name a team such as like the Wolves, then you're looked at as like you're an expansion team now. Like there's no connection to the history. and They don't want to lose that Catch portion history. of the fan
0: base. to history, we have video of your team. You, don't exist. See, you know what they sound like when they say this. They sound like people who defend Confederate monuments, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Paul, how be hmm. mm-hmm. i'm gonna say speak on the cliff
2: <laughs> Look, i'm sorry
0: dragging it. this shit out it's insulting
1: yeah Change the well, dude, you say know you don't, think,
2: you don't <laughs> think what he's doing is cool though i mean i kind of like the idea but dragging it out yes but I think I from, a pres- from a marketing
0: from like a strategic perspective i get it yeah 100 percent but your name was racist you're not an expansion team if you were an expansion team and you did it this way that's one thing But you're doing this the way an expansion team would.
2: But you still want to keep the past. You don't
0: get to do both.
2: All time, they already got that. They know what the name is. I think that shit is already locked in. They know what's going
0: on. They know.
1: They treat this like it's the Bachelor. Mm
0: -hmm. They know the love of the show.
1: For what it's worth, I think they're gonna do an all-complete overhaul. I think that the jerseys might look the same because there's only a a few ways you can really dress a burgundy and gold. But I think that it's going to look way different. I, I, this is my personal opinion. They might keep the font of the like the current Washington football team like font for like just like the stenciling the end zones and and you know stationary purposes like that. But I think the actually uniform itself is going to look way different. Why, if you're going to change, you might as well just change everything. You know what I'm saying? They're Don't not changing. Change. They're not changing. They, they, Cliff just said it. Point. Mm-hmm. Change the name. <clears throat>
2: Keep mm-hmm. in mind, owner never wanted to change the name. So you think he's about to change the name and the jerseys? I'm gonna change the the whole look is gonna be different. Hell no. I don't see it.
1: But uh, we, I mean, okay. I don't know, man. I I I. That's just my opinion. It's, it's crazy. I was looking at um. You all see TC Williams changed their name obviously this past year to Alexandria City. The football team just put up their new uniforms. I saw on Twitter today, and it looks way different. Obviously, I mean, like TC Williams, while it's a historical high school and you know kind of is like a national like in like the lexicon of national pop culture because remember the titans that's kind of a known high school and like uh around the nation. Nobody really knows about it, but like it's something that I read that they made a concerted effort to not even look like their current layout was for all their sports uniforms. I know there's still the Titans, but Titans isn't really what the problem with the name was. Now your first name is Ray
0: <laughs> I right. had a
1: different problem.
0: His first name was racist as shit. Right. What the hell is T C Williams again? Was he like a civil so war? I, guy?
1: I was about to ask you. I was about to ask mm. y'all like, what did TC Williams do again?
0: Whatever he did, he should he shouldn't have done that shit. Right. Whatever it
1: was. He should have oh, done better. Speaking of speaking of T C Williams, y'all see Cliff Man, Travis Kelsey out here looking like Gary here without the beard? <laughs> oh. This, this man, this man went from <laughs> this man went from Herman Boone to, to Coach Yost in like a heartbeat. I was like, what the fuck? So I got, I know what TC Williams
2: was the superintendent of Alexandria City Public Schools.
1: As what years? Opposed, that's that's opposed,
2: important. 1930s to 1960s opposed desegregation of schools, refusing to allow black students to learn alongside their white neighbors.
0: And they they gave that nigga a school,
1: school, yeah. bro. Until 2020. Hey, they were oh, like, Dawg, this dog, this is cool. Cut Dang. this <laughs> ribbon real quick, dog, out of honor.
0: What a great career he had. He trying to keep these schools the way they were. God damn it, we're going to put a school up for you. mean the school racket's cut? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he didn't even do
0: anything. He didn't even accomplished nothing. He was a <laughs> superintendent. <laughs> Think about how wild that is, dog. He was just a racist ass superintendent in yep. Virginia. Which Mm -hmm. means he must have been the most incredibly racist for them to be like, "Yo, he's like, Yo, I know you racist. Y'all ran into my man TC up in (laughs) Alexandria. That's a racist (laughs) motherfucker out there. (laughs) That man a school dog. Hey, no, I'm not even gonna do the joke. He 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 wasn't even (laughs) a general in a war. General, nigga, wasn't a war general. Yep, he lead the Confederacy. He was a super superintendent <laughs> who wanted to keep schools. And they were like, yo, build that man a school where he
1: died. Good job, TC. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, dog. <laughs> hey, I can't believe I didn't know that this man, I mean, I knew they were changing the name because some of this man did. I was like, this man probably was a, was a civil war veteran <laughs> or, or something like that this man was, was a, a fucking super racist that, that just yeah. said oh no nah, keep, keep the darkies away from our keep from it away it is dog we try from to our really white bro that should
0: remind me of that chris rock joke about his neighborhood where his next door neighbor was a dentist that's like he lives next door to jefferson davis <laughs> they're to say confederacy leader some of the other races these people are like senators this nigga was a superintendent. <laughs> nigga was Joe Clark, dog. Oh. <laughs>
1: nigga
0: was oh. Joe Clark.
1: Hey, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> that is, I, I got tear in my. Uh, oh, you, bro. Oh my god, uh, Remember, remember when Dave Chappelle when he was doing the 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 nigga skit when he was like, "Oh, this racism is killing me inside." <laughs> 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 To get to school, dog.
0: <sighs> All right. Anyways, All right. the hell with that, name. Like I said, got to keep this shit moving. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Unless Uh-oh. the season goes well, then that shit's going to be, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be a big deal. So you're saying if the season goes well, keep it as Washington football team. Yo, I keep football team. I don't give a damn.
2: I don't give a shit either at this point. I'm being real. I don't. <laughs> fuck, I don't fuck keep- man. Paul might not want it, but keep them keep them numbers on the side of the helmet. Keep, right. Keep the Washington keep across this the jersey. Keep it moving. Yeah, I'm good. Call the blue dog shit, for all I care.
0: What he said.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a brand name. <laughs> Listen, I'm not as opposed to it as you think. I think that they were the Washington football team, and they just went all in on that idea. Branded W. Right, I, I I would be totally fine with it. I think is right now it's more this the indecision that's kind of getting to me. Well, Just gonna... watch the shows, man, you'll find out the season finale. Oh, the, the, I, yeah, you're right. This is like some bachelor shit. This is not, <laughs> it's not, it's not for the love of Ray J, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this next preseason game. Uh, obviously, cutting back from four to three preseason games this is maybe the game where you're gonna see um some separation from the real from the fakes the contenders from the pretenders people who actually might be on the 53 versus guys that are gonna be uh jobless come like september 4th or whatever cut down day is so let's talk about some of the guys that we think need to have a big game some players we think should have a big game um and some other things that we are expecting to see. I'm going to start out by saying I want to see Fitz have some more um, continuity and some more rapport with wide receivers. He already showed that Terry McLaurin is going to be his number one target all season. I think he got like five targets in like eight, nine throws that he actually threw. Uh, If that was any kind of tell, I think that Terry is going to easily surpass 150 targets this season. I know his previous high is like 101, 102, something like that. This man is going to get lots of targets this year. Lots of targets. Uh, showed a little bit of rapport with Logan Thomas. That back shoulder fade was a thing of beauty. It's not something you expect to see from a quarterback that's only been here for a few months, but you know, Fitz knows how, where to put it and uh, knows how to let his big body receiver go up and get it. Uh, I didn't really see him target many other people outside of those two, but I would love to see him go out there and throw a ball with a little bit more anticipation get the ball spread around to his other receivers. I don't know if Kurt Samuel's playing on Friday. They haven't announced that he is yet. I would bet against it, but um, I'd like to see him out there spread the ball around a little bit more, too, to a few more receivers on Friday night.
0: Oh, yeah. He did Humphreys a couple of times, right? Remember Humphreys
1: slipped on that, on that one? Right, Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> um, That's his guy, though. That's definitely his guy. mean,
0: yeah. Definitely his
1: guy. I think it's the O-line, man.
0: Because mm-hmm. I think the O-line is the one I feel like the O-line right now is the one area where there are questions as to who is starting. I feel like the other positions on the team, a lot of them, we know who the starters are. That seems to be the one where the starters are uncertain. So right. I think that's part of why we're seeing Eric Flowers this week. Mm-hmm. Right? We saw Jeff Weitzer last week, this week now it's Flowers because it's a true competition. So. Mm-hmm. Those guys, Eric Flowers is in big spikes. That these guys show, he's got to show himself because he played well here, but it wasn't for these people,
2: right? I mean, for me, it's the rookie class, man. Kind of connected with Cliff just said, like I want to see where Cosme goes in the week two. Like he had a great showing in his first week, and I mean, how does he look? You know, going to week two, preparing as a right tackle. How does Jamin Davis step up? Because last week he looked, he looked a little shaky at linebacker. I mean, the Twitter world was complaining about how he played, but. I mean, I just think they kind of threw a lot at him. And obviously, we don't know what coach, what his assignments were, but I just feel like he had a lot going through his head last week. I want to see if he steps up and, you know, makes a couple more plays this week in preseason. But... I feel like
0: he was playing really, really slow, man. Yeah, <clears throat> just like way too much. Like I, I remember what I was He's talking thinking about of- when I was watching the second game. It' like he just didn't. He wasn't comfortable, like confident in what mm-hmm. he was seeing. So he would just wait, you know, instead of just attacking.
2: So. I do got a sleeper one for the for y'all, though. Um, that's not offense or defense. I'm looking at Cheeseman, Tressway, and Dustin Hopkins. Um, last week's showing, that's unacceptable. <laughs> I understand it's preseason. You know they got to work out the kinks. Like Coach said, they got to find a rhythm. Um, Tressway, in his press conference, he was talking about Cheeseman he snaps a different ball than what um, Sundberg did, which is kind of interesting because you don't even think about that when you got just a snapper and a holder. All you thinking is they putting it down for the kicker to, you know, take a shot. But they need to find their rhythm because that shit can cost you games. And clearly Hopkins is going to be the kicker going into the season. So I'm hoping if they get in situations where we need to kick field goals, they actually come out successful. We don't have a, another week of what are we doing at the kicker position. So I'm keeping They an better
0: eye find for- their rhythm. Let me tell you something, man. Don't nobody care about the snapper or the holder, if the kick is no good, the only person people give a fuck about
2: is the kick. Oh all all three though, Because I'm saying all of them all together. No, I feel you. But you know who's under the gun. Oh, it's kick. Yeah. You don't want to kick it. 100%. Like
0: because we if they miss if a field goal is missed and everything looks normal. And then after they're like, well, you see, it's like a half second thing. Dog, don't nobody give a damn about you, kicker. <laughs> Your job is to make kicks. Nobody wants to hear why you missed, man. That's just the reality of that job. Right. Oh, you see, he's new in the spin.
2: Don't oh, nobody.
0: You had a whole can to figure that, that shit out. Also, ain't nobody trying to hear that. Right. What if a receiver said that? Oh, you see, new quarterback, you know, I dropped the ball because it's a new quarterback and- the way his ball spins, is just so I drop Motherfucker,
2: you're a receiver. Catch.
0: They'd be like, <laughs> right,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Cliff. I, I feel what you're saying. I definitely feel what you're saying. And you're right. People did put it on Hopkins. I know for sure I did. I didn't give him any breaks until I heard the next day. Rivera kind of, not throw Cheeseman under the bus, but he said there was a, a pretty much a hitch in the giddy-up. Something, the process was messed up. And I think he kind of alluded to being Cheeseman. I know that uh, ben Stadding said on his podcast a couple times this week that Cheeseman had a, a up-and-down game. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the punt snaps were off, some of the snaps on the field goal, especially the so ones like that in had- practice, too? Yeah, off. whatever. Whatever, right. guys. Bruh, this is his first. Cheeseman just got
0: here. You were missing kicks last year, my oh, nigga. No, he,
2: oh, no doubt. Oh, I ain't saying this. I'm not I'm getting popped no excuse. No, I know
0: him. you're not. Yeah. I know you're not, Corey. I'm just saying, and I'm not even saying this is how I feel. I'm saying this is the reality Right. of a kicker's life. Don't nobody care why you missed? You why does make- why 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 Scott Norwood miss? Anybody right. ever ask him? Nobody cares. Why Gary Anderson missed? Oh, you know, on that one snap, it was actually a half second off. Don't nobody give a fuck. He missed a 40-yarder. Motherfucker, was there pressure? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Don't nobody care? Uh, they can give us go. all the explanations they want, Paul. Mm-hmm. general public don't give a
1: shit why a kicker misses a kick man
2: but coach saying he ain't bringing in no competition this is Hopkins' job so like i'm saying he better get his shit together period
1: yo this man has survived he's got one year deal two, he's got one year yeah, deal, right? one year,
2: two point five guaranteed, bro guarantee money they're not cutting this motherfucker he needs to get it together
1: this man has survived two coaching steps that's the wildest part i know that it's he's a popular years, right? figure i know that he's a popular figure in the city you know he has that rapport with local media he has that rapport with Finley and Tanler said Taylor again with Finley and Tischler and Pete. They had a whole special teams on the, the drinking really? show and this and that, yada yada. He probably was a very nice guy. I'm sure that he's a very, very nice guy. But yo, you can't be out here being a subpar kicker. Your strong leg means nothing anymore because the kickoff game has kind of just been phased out of football at this point. So, Everybody's knocking up to the back of the nice end zone. Guy.
0: Nigga, what you in customer service? I was about to
1: say, I don't give a damn about them going and grabbing beers at Whitlow's. <laughs> Nigga, better make them damn kicks. Oh, rest in peace of Whitlow's. <laughs> I hear you on that. I hear you on that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, for example, we all know that T Bowl is washed. This man is not a playing on Saturday type of athlete, but it's still, it's still worth mentioning that he is probably a very nice guy, probably really nice to be around. This man got a job from his buddy, Urban Meyer, after being out of the game for eight years. That wouldn't happen to anybody else. And if people weren't, you know, uber famous in the South and super fucking friendly, probably wouldn't have got the opportunity. I'm just saying, some guys stick around for reasons other than their skill. There is no way in hell Ron Rivera (laughs) is keeping that guy on the team
0: because he's a nice guy. Ronald Vera but, was a linebacker in the 80s. Uh, they, yeah, used but, kickers, they used to treat kickers They used like they didn't belong in the locker room. No I, doubt. No doubt. Let that man know. miss a kick. See, it's one thing to miss kicks last year. Because he was missing kicks to be starting the year last year. Uh-huh. Right? He but finished the year wrong though. We got to give
2: him credit. At
0: yeah, the bro. beginning of last year, it was like, well, it's a rebuilding year. Yep. yep. You were missing kicks in a rebuild. Miss kicks the first month of this year, they're gonna have every kicker in the goddamn east coast
2: at Ashburn. Somebody call Scott Novak and Eddie Murray. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you can talk about
0: Cheeseman and all these. Nah, you trust way is a a pro bowl punter, right? Cheeseman's a draft pick, long snapper. Who do you think is going first?
2: (laughs) <laughs> nah, very simple, you need to make these damn kids. hey, Cliff basically said he hope Hawkins is renting right now because this uh, shit is winding down
0: nigga <laughs> <laughs> better get that
1: Airbnb registry off. Uh, sure, you know this man this man definitely got a, some real estate in the area, man, been in for seven <laughs> years by now sure, yeah, right? yeah.
0: he probably got a couple spots, that's good, good. That's
1: good. <laughs> all right good uh, alright what about your man St. Juice Yo, he really impressed me on Thursday night, man. Uh, He made that great play on that slant. You could see him get his hands on that receiver, reroute his entire pattern, p- passes off. And, you know, uh, one of the most underrated aspects of that whole thing was the fact that he was playing exclusively outside, running with the starters while Kendall Fuller was in the slot. Uh, That is something that we thought might be the case, and it's something that actually has come to be at this point. You're seeing a lot of Saints juice on the outside, and Fuller being in a spot where he can thrive, a spot where he was maybe at his best in Kansas City playing that slot cornerback spot. Uh, I want to see St. Juice put a stranglehold on that position and allow us the flexibility to kick Fuller inside. If he has a few more good preseason games, a few more good weeks in practice, then he's going to be all stutter on the outside. Wouldn't it be something if he told Peyton Barber, yeah, I'm roughing your number. You go find a new joint. Damn, dog not you,
2: you? Peyton Barber
1: will body slam. I've
2: been going on Peyton Barber for this whole hour,
1: man. Nah, nigga, you put on forty six. I'm <laughs> twenty five.
2: <laughs> oh, Ryan running ass.
0: <laughs> um, listen, here's the thing about Saint Jude's, though. When we play any good offense or any famous QB. They're gonna be throwing flags on his, on his neck <laughs> every down. Just wait, oh, he—that's a—I think we got—I think he's gonna be getting holding calls. Yeah. I can already see it. They said he had trouble any with famous, the fans early in camp too. Any famous quarterback?
2: Hmm.
0: We play all of them. They're gonna be calling yep. the most bullshit illegal illegal contact. It's just gonna be five and a half yards down the field. Brady's gonna just be
2: pointing at it. Ref gonna throw the flag out. <laughs> <Tampa
0: Bay. laughs> I can already see
2: that shot. But real, hey, he got a high ceiling though, man. Like Paul said, I, I want to yeah. see what he does. And this is a good test. It's, I'm not sure if the Bengals are playing or three, you know, boy chasing um Higgins. But this is this will be a good test to see if they put St. Juice outside and Fuller inside and yeah. see how it works out. should no Burrow though. Well you knew Burrow wasn't gonna see.
1: But what's, went, what's, yeah, going we, what's going on there? What's going on? We lit his ass up
2: last year. You knew that wasn't gonna happen.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh well, you can't they put just, him out
0: there versus us. I mean, that's PTSD, I guess, right? mm-hmm. I mean, we <laughs> yeah, that's not the way you wanna bring him back. But you're just not gonna play the whole preseason.
2: Hey, well, Chargers hey, said O-line they going not play Chargers either. Our week one opponent, they're not playing, they're not playing Herbert, Kenny Allen, or Keenan Allen. Um Derwin Jones. Oh, but
0: you know. Listen, they talking about Herbert out here, like God. Wow. Yeah. Gonna see we going to see week one. I'm very interested to see. I think Herbert's nice, but the way they talk about Herbert. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Mahomes? Y'all talking about Mahomes Yeah. Hey.
1: All right. Yeah, that's how they go. <laughs> yeah, nah, I hear you. Did y'all hear that stat that uh I believe out of all 32 teams in their first preseason game, we played the most. Players like uh I think we played 84 of 90 on Thursday night and like by a pretty not a wide margin, but like at least like two or three players. Like some te- teams teams play 80, some teams played 75, but no team played more players than us. I don't know what that really speaks to per se. Maybe we have a a deeper roster than most teams, and there's actual competition all the way down to guy 90 or guy 85 or they just wanted to preserve their starters and preserve their backups more than um, other teams. But, yeah, like, like Corey said, some teams are not playing their starters at all. I know the Chargers aren't playing on playing anybody this entire Crazy, preseason. Man. Yeah, I, I don't know if I agree with that train of thought, but, you know, what do I know? I'm just a guy well, with podcasts.
2: Maybe, maybe they had joint practices with other teams and maybe they used their starters. I mean, we don't know. But it's interesting, well, especially with the shortened preseason and you just going to tell your team to roll out there September 12th and get it
1: done without any reps that's, that's interesting right and they're doing a full two a two and a half weeks between mm-hmm. preseason game three and, and regular season usually yep. be like nine days yep to, you have an extra like whole week to rest your guys before week one i don't that's know what, that's why I, I don't know if i would feel comfortable rolling out my guys for the first time all season and expect them to look like a cohesive unit week one well i
0: mean listen they got what's the coach's name brandon um Daily. Brandon Staley. Staley. Okay, so LeBron Staley, first year coach, went from the Rams. (laughs) Am about to sound like I'm slandering Brandon Staley? I guess I am gonna slander when I say this. Brandon Staley got famous because he had this incredible defense, right? Mm -hmm. But his defense had the two best defensive players in the whole fucking league, (laughs) and they called him a genius. Oh, shit. The nigga had Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey.
1: No doubt. Yeah.
0: No wild. doubt. That's just not wild. I'm not even saying no he's no. a good coach, bad coach. But you had the best DB in the league. These, these are literally the two hands down players. Yeah. Right. Like
1: it's not even like there's like a question. Right. And when you're talking had... about Aaron Donald, you might be talking about the best defensive tackle. Of a couple generations. I mean, right. shit, he, He's yeah. on. He's on pace to being maybe the best one that ever lived uh-huh. in
0: their primes. <laughs> this is like having fucking. This would be like having. I'm gonna say this, and then you'll be like, "Well, if, if like if someone had Reggie Dion in their primes,
1: yeah." And they're like, <laughs> "Oh,
0: the, oh, you know, the defensive coordinator. What a what a smart guy."
1: Mm-hmm. That's, you rush four,
0: cool. and you put Jalen Ramsey on their best player. Oh, who, Yo, who, who knew was, you got pressure? Who knew? Dog, oh, who wait, Sean. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> like they were busy um, th- defense. What's his name? <clears throat> way Phillips.
1: Yep. Yo, there's a name that's on the tip of my tongue. Dom hmm. Capers. Who the fuck was Dom Capers the coach of? The, the Panthers. But and who was it? Who, who was he the coach of before that? He was D's coordinator the Steelers. They was coach to the Panthers. I know he went to the Packers at one point. And he went right? to the Packers. Yeah,
0: yeah. McCarthy's guy because McCarthy has a history of hiring shitty
1: coordinators. Yo, who who do the Steelers have? Case in point, who do the Steelers have in, like in their heyday, like early '90s when their defense was that Kevin Green they had Greg Lloyd. LeVon I mean, Kirkland, I don't know where they rank. Lake or... Carnell, Carnell, Lake, definitely Rod, Carnell. Lake. Rod Woodson, fucking
0: dog. Oh, Rod Woodson, goddamn. Ron
1: Kirkland. And they was like, yeah, go ahead and take over this expansion team. I see what you <laughs> did. I see what you did down there. But he did all right, though. No, hey, hey he took him to a championship game. Can't yeah. hate. Can't hate. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl. Wasn't he a coach for Super Bowl? He, was coach. He, he he won a Super Bowl with the Packers, yeah, in 2010. No, i saying, he was he a, wasn't he their coach when they won the Super Bowl? The Panthers?
2: Yeah. No, that, no, was, that was John uh, Fox.
1: Fox. Yeah,
0: brother. that
2: was Fox, yep. But you yeah, know,
0: either way. Brandon
2: Stanley, rest of starters, whatever,
0: one of our starters, whatever. I just think it's interesting that he is hailed as a genius <laughs> after coaching the two best defensive players in the NFL. Yep,
1: just seems weird. Oh, <laughs> so man. we're
0: gonna we're gonna find out very soon.
1: Yeah, we we definitely gonna see. They gonna see. They got some fucking players though. We'll get to that in our Chargers Chargers preview. We'll get to that in a couple of weeks, but they got Ooh. a lot of high end talent too, man. Mm
0: hmm. The fucking Chargers, man, are always overrated. Always.
1: No well, doubt. Let's see
0: as though, man. They had a fucking Hall of Fame quarterback with mm-hmm. great talent for years.
2: Yep. But they ran into yeah. Brady. Or they ran they into the Steelers. some years,
0: well, they ran into seven and nine, which is didn't go eight and eight. What is seven and nine, eight nine is seven every year. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I, I keep I, I'm not gonna forget to say this, but Rashawn Slater is looking kind of like a beast. And I forgot, who the fuck did they pick up from the Packers, the center? Corey Lindsley, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, there's going to be some battles up front on September 12th. We I'm here for then? it. Yeah, we, we'll see y'all September 4th. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see, see
2: y'all. Okay,
0: you got, got a good couple lineman. Weeks. Cool. Try cool. And get we'll high. see y'all.
1: We got a couple
2: weeks. Oh, so you block Chase? Cool. You block Sweat? They got Slater and Bulaga
0: on the outside.
2: Oh, I Bulaga. forgot about
0: fucking Bulaga. Nigga, I'm telling y'all right now. Sweat is dominating that dude. Dominating.
2: 90. Stay I can't wait for that pod. Anyways, let's yeah. keep going. Who
1: else? Who we'll else, else you're looking forward to seeing on, on Thursday? Friday.
2: More Deami Brown, man. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. That looks like. <laughs> yeah. I don't
0: know. Some people yeah. just why they might have it. Yeah, And they, he's wonderful.
2: Might have it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mm-hmm. overhype it. Y'all know, yeah. people out there know Cliff going to go on me because I love receivers. Paul's all about Diami. Y'all know I'm all about Diami. He just needs opportunities. Because especially that pass that Heineken threw to him. I know Coach said he thought Diami slowed up. But I, I think I watched that clip like 75 times <laughs> I just feel like he was overthrown, but his yeah. brother gets separated. Right.
0: That's the, um, Deshaun used to be at the Cousins. Deshaun used to stay doing at the Cousins. You just miss hey, me by that much, to- dog? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, but,
1: yeah, man. I, I hear you on me, but the thing about it is, I'm looking forward to seeing it. And he's gonna be a guy that's uh, closely watched for the rest of the preseason, and you know, throughout his first season as a pro. But I do think that Adam Humphreys has kind of established himself as, like, the early season third receiver. That does going to get his snaps. But I don't know if he can really elevate himself right now past that fourth spot, no matter what he does. I think that spot is Adam Humphreys. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. You better. Use. Listen, I, I'm with you yo, on Humphreys. I've been team Humphreys all offseason. You are aware.
2: I'm going to let y'all finish this one.
0: <laughs> the guy... You know the one thing about him, is the corners think he's really fast. Mm -hmm. These niggas are terrified. So if he let's let's put it like this: if he comes out and has a big play, it depends on how this works out, right, Paul? If he comes out week one and hits a big play,
2: he's coming back on that field.
0: Somebody's spot is like someone's losing steps. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. That was my whole point in what I was saying about Humphreys. It wasn't that I was hating on Humphreys. I was just feeling like Humphreys is going to be put in situations where, like even the other night of the preseason game, he caught like a third and six or we went to him on like a third. The, I forget the uh, incomplete pass. I can't remember second or third down, but I feel like he's going to be a receiver that's going to move the chains for us. I'm not saying he's, yeah. he can't still be a big part of the offense, but De'Ami just brings you something different down the field. He clearly he can run a slant route. Like they consistently want to get him the ball and open like. He's just gonna bring a different element to the offense that Humphreys cannot provide you, I feel like. And it's uh, not a knock on.
1: Humphreys. Of course. Yeah. I, I feel like Humphreys is gonna be a guy that is just a killer on third downs. Consistent, absolutely. He's the guy on third and short, fine 19. At, we already know that's that's Fitz's guy, you know, and hopefully won't be a lot of third and, and intermediate to third and longs this year. Hopefully, I mean they'll move the rock better than did last year, but on third and short. If you put these guys on the field and Humphreys is out there, Humphreys is going to face one-on-one matchups all the time. And that report, why he probably isn't the most athletic guy, definitely not the athlete Diamond Brown is, he might get that first, you know, crack at being his go-to guy early in the season on third downs and move the stick sort of situations. Diamond's going to get his plays. He's definitely going to have more chunk plays. You can see Diamond get a couple long bombs, like like long running cat or catch and runs throughout the season. but. Early on, I think it's going to be Humphrey's spot really solidified as well, him being well, the guy that like, he through. We got to remember all, all the one, one guy, good.
0: there's the one receiver that has to play.
2: So. All I'm going to say is this, Cliff, you made a good point. Let De'Ami go out there week one and get them big plays popping. He's not coming off that field, period. Like, yes, Paul, they will use Humphreys, and I feel you, it probably will be a situation where until Fitz is completely comfortable with the offense, and I can see a scenario where Humphreys is predominantly on the field as a third receiver, but – If we come out there and Fitz is throwing that ball and he's feeling good and Diami's a big-time big
1: playmaker, I mean, he's going to be on that field, man. But, I mean, we're going to see. We're going to see. Yeah, we definitely going to see. Another name I'm looking forward to uh, seeing a little bit more of on Saturday is uh, Friday, I should say, is Cameron Curl. Uh, He's kind of locked into that free safety spot at this point, I believe. I I don't know if he's going to uh, be moving around as much as we think he might be. With uh Landon Collins and um Bobby McCain also getting the mix at safety, but we didn't really see much of him. Uh, that's my biggest fear, really. With uh Curl is putting him at free safety. That position has kind of uh, been uh watered down a little bit in the league because they don't make an impact on every play. I would love to see Cameron Curl's playmaking ability on display a little bit more this preseason, so hopefully they switch it around a little bit more this game. They're throwing a lot of looks, I think we blitzed a lot. Last Thursday night, we didn't throw any really vanilla looks at the Patriots. So I hope that they mix it up a little bit more this week, so I can see Cameron Curl come down to the box, maybe come down cover a tight end or a slot receiver or something like that. Show what he can do coming down from that free safety spot. I already know what he can do as a Buffalo nickel as a strong safety from a different position. I want to see what else he can do and how they can use him as a weapon.
2: I feel you. Like I said earlier, I mean, I just feel like they're doing a lot of mix and match, and I feel like we definitely gonna see more of a Bobby McCain's situation of free safety this week, along with Curl. Um, but like I said, they just try to find the best, you know, the best combination. And I'm, I'm with you. I mean, obviously, we know who Cam Curl is. He's a baller. He's a playmaker. He came and he made plays last year. And obviously, like you said, we've seen him in the Buffalo, but it would be good to see what he possibly do at free safety. But it's also going to be a situation where we're going to see what McCain does as well, because I don't think they signed Bobby McCain for nothing. Um, and he, he is a true free safety, so. Mm-hmm. Hopefully hopefully we put both of them in a situation where they both make a place for us.
1: Yeah. One more thing I need. Mm-hmm. I, I we gotta have some, must step up at third tie then. It was very disappointing on Thursday night to see really behind Logan and I mean John Bates made a couple of good plays. Um showed that's... he's actually a decent blocker. Oh. You know, Samus Reyes actually showed me a couple of good things on Thursday night too, but he obviously isn't playing. Uh, in concussion protocol, we need a third tight end to step up because it's not—it's far from a lot the same as race. You need that third guy, and you don't really have anybody out there. It's getting kind of to the point where I'm thinking about it, and possibly the third tight end might be somebody who is on another team right now or a free agent. They might just choose to bring in somebody after final cuts are, are, are over because there's not really anybody on this roster that gives me confidence that they can be that third tight end.
0: Yeah, I mean probably not. So they're gonna have to find another way to do it. But I can only be so, but so concerned about the third tight end, right? I
1: mean, of course, Kamaric, of course least about worries right now.
0: Hemingway was fucking terrible. And I'm only left to assume you had a concussion to start the game. <laughs> so, <laughs> the fuck was out there whiffing. <laughs> like, I, cause he he was really bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Get well soon. Come back. He's, he's gonna. It's. The thing about Reyes is, I don't. We don't know what they actually think Reyes is capable of, right? So, all this talk of like we are going to put him on IR, we don't know what they what they actually think of Reyes. Mm-hmm. Right. So,
1: I'll say this: Reyes looked a little bit more nimble than I thought, There's all I'd heard is how clunky he looks on the football field, like he clearly need a lot of work. I'm not saying he looked like a a uh, a polished sort of route runner and a sound blocker, but he looked a lot more comfortable out there than I would have guessed. Hey, Rivera so said he them well clearly. The saying Corey,
2: I was saying Rivera said he's one. Of, he's been one of the most physical players on the team in camp. So I mean, clearly <laughs> we know he's big in stature and he's learning the game. So uh-huh. I mean, obviously we don't know what they think of him, but I know you mentioned the number three. We better hope John Bates develops and be a good number two before we worry about the number three if we're being honest because god forbid something happens to logan thomas
1: i mean he's going to be number two regardless though he's going to be number two regardless i mean whether Ooh, you like bates. it or not you're saying john bates right john bates is the number two tight end no matter what
2: yeah so i'm saying that's why we we probably want to hope he does a better job of developing like i thought he i thought he played pretty well last week he caught a couple he passes he made did. a few blocks but yeah, he did I mean, he was all right it was, it was a lot of focus on Hemingway being a bum, but I I, I thought Bates
1: stood out. So, Yeah. What about Sadiq Charles? Played the most plays of anybody last week? I think he played all right. I think he did, he did decent. I, I don't want to say he had a, an amazing game or anything like that, but I think he showed that he can at least be a viable option moving forward at some spot. I, I, I still don't know where he's going to be. He might just end up being like you're like, six linemen moving forward where he's a swing guard slash tackle wherever you need him he that's where he's at or in 2022 he can end up being one of your starting tackles right right
0: well I mean you know they're gonna be injuries of the O-line so yeah. we gotta see
2: C. D. Charles
1: at some point this season yeah yeah absolutely what about what about Heineke are we looking to see anything from Heineke this week the only thing I the only thing about Heineke is like his game is so spontaneous in the way he does everything i don't don't really know that this man is a good practice player i don't think from the things we've heard he clearly is not he just shines when the lights are brightest but you know his game is so random and it's so like just off uh, screen what's the word i'm looking for uh just uh what's the word i'm looking for tip of my tongue but either way you get what i'm saying like he's like everything he does is kind of just reactionary he's not reading a defense and just taking a three-step drop and just dumping it off to somebody. He's going off to – re- He's an off-script, right. He's an off-script everything. I love to see him keep doing it. You know, it gives you confidence you could actually come in if something were happening to fit and win us a couple games if need be. But um, he has to clean some things up for sure. He holds on the ball way too long, maybe probably why he's always getting hurt. Uh, but that's just part of his game. He holds on the ball and he extends plays. He makes plays.
2: He also showed me he still has not learned that sometimes you just throw the ball away because he had a play last week where he should have just threw it away. You remember when he was running towards the sideline and he tumbled to the ground? I'm just like, Heineke, it's preseason. Like, why are you stretching for a second six? Like, calm down, brother. There's a reason why he always ends up getting hurt. But yeah. I'll be honest, I'm not really looking for much from Heineke. I'm more so looking for fits to get in the rhythm because he's a starter. And God forbid something happens to him. Yes, Heineke can be the backup. Him and Kyle Allen can battle it out. But. I'm not one of those fans that sitting around like, oh, Heineke looked great this week. I, no. I'm just not going to do
0: it. He looked okay. But you know what? <clears throat> the way Heineke plays, I I feel okay with him coming in a game if we need him to come in. That's about all I care about when it comes to the backup.
1: Yep. All right. Uh, last thing I think we should probably talk about is the punt returns. Because he looked all right on Thursday night. I know a lot of guys are going to get their turn back there on Friday and probably the duration of the preseason. Uh, they did two things I wanted to see. They didn't dance and they field the ball cleanly every single time. You just took the 15, the 20 yards in front of you and you set your team up for a good position. And that's the only thing we've actually wanted for a long time. I mean, like, it'd be nice to have Dante Hall back there, but I just want somebody who can get us positive yards. Um, and that's really going to be important as we, figure out who's going to be the sixth and maybe seventh wide receiver on this team. I think at this point, the five we mentioned earlier are locks and the six, if they only keep a six might be the guy they decide to t- return punts. Cause I don't think that any of the guys in the top five are really their first option. Maybe I'm sure they'll use Curtis Samuel back there from time to time when they need a big play, but he's not going to be your every down punt returner. So that battle between DeAndre Carter and Dex Milne might shine a little brighter this weekend. Not only the
2: positive yards, we also just wanted someone back there that wouldn't muff the punt and turn the ball over at the defense just had a great three sets of downs and was able to get the offense off the field. We want someone capable of catching the ball and not muffing it. So I mean, yeah, yeah it, it was good to see them catch the ball and you know, like I said, Carter had two good returns, Milne had a good return, Stevenson didn't have a good return, but he actually caught the ball. So I mean, like you said, it's a situation where they're gonna have to battle it out. But also we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see some eclipse man Patterson back there. Catches the puns this week. So, mm-hmm. them boys better step up because if Patterson gets a good return, somebody might get chopped the next day. That's all I'm saying.
0: If you see, if you see his name next to yours on the depth chart, you're in trouble. You better start getting worried. <laughs> <laughs> told y'all, man. I told y'all. Mario now, I'm going to stamp it now. That guy is playing on this team, man. 10 mm-hmm. snaps during the year.
1: Yeah, he, they, they just not can't. can't risk they're they're him.
0: not going to be able to keep him off the field. It's gonna be my, is my guess.
1: Yeah, they can't risk him. Uh, big on the practice squad. I think they're smart enough to know that. There's no chance he's making the practice squad. Well. Fuck no. <laughs> <It's> no, <laughs> no it's f- fuck, absolutely not. This man is is going to be on the roster. If not, he's going to be on somebody else's fifty-three man roster. Stamp mm-hmm. that. Believe that. Let him
2: go out here and have another two good preseason games. There's no way. There's no way. So, good call.
1: (laughs) We all saw the the talent this man had. Yeah, you guys call it. But I think that we all – He went undrafted. Well, any other year, he probably wouldn't have, right? Yeah. No combine. No in-person visits. I'm not saying that's a necessary avenue to to make a good evaluation of a running back. But I think that those things probably would have helped him a little bit. Definitely. Anything else, gentlemen? Anything else? Nah. nah. That's all we got. Shit, that's it. Let's run this back after the game. We'll see where we're at after preseason game number two. I'm sure there'll be a lot of new story lands to talk about. So uh, we'll regroup and link up then.